everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Next Steps Media Radio Podcast. I'm your host, Sequoia Denise, owner and CEO of Next Steps Media LLC. I am so glad that you all have decided to come back and listen. I really hope that you enjoyed episode one. As you already know, the first season focuses on the single season and we kicked off season one from a male perspective. But now for episode two, I decided to have two of my girlfriends join me, Chelsea and Tiffany. So let's tune in to hear their stories and their perspective on the single season. All right. So ladies, thank you both so much for being on my podcast. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. So we have had multiple conversations about this topic of dating, and I thought it would be interesting to have you both on here to share your story and perspectives. I think the listeners will enjoy your stories and learn a lot from you both. So to jump right in, Chelsea, where is Bay? Where is Bay? Bay is, he's out there. Um, just waiting for, uh, the great chance to encounter me one day. (laughs) Um, you know, I definitely believe that, um, you know, there are people out there for others, not necessarily you're one in a million or one in a billion person, Mm -hmm. but, um, I definitely think that there is somebody out there that I could potentially be compatible with. So, um, I'm not sure. I think he's probably sleeping, but (laughs) he's got to wake him up. (laughs) So, Tiffany, where is Bay? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea, but um, God, whenever you want to send them, I mean, I'm here. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I do. I think that there is one person for, I think, for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just trying to wait and trust in God's timing mm. and not, you know, go crazy in the meantime. <laughs> So uh, you said you said trust in God's timing and try not to go crazy. Why do you think it's so hard for Christian singles to date? Like, what are some difficulties that you have noticed as a Christian single? Hmm. Um, One would definitely be, I think, the pressure that the church puts on you Hmm. to find someone, marry them young, have babies, Hmm. populate the kingdom. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think a lot of the pressure, it's just it's from the church because I don't know where this narrative came from that you are whole and complete when you are with your partner. Mm. And so that's really damaging to a lot of people because then you rush into relationships. Mm. You don't take the time to figure out what you need, Mm -hmm. who you are Mm -hmm. um, and what you can give also. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that's one of the the, one of the main things. Um, the second is this whole celibacy thing. Like we're supposed (laughs) to be, (laughs) we're supposed to be waiting and, not giving up the goods and it's hard. We <laughs> don't struggle. talk about how, yes, we don't talk about that struggle. We don't have that open conversation. So then you feel ashamed that you're having these natural urges and these natural desires when we were created to have these things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that just makes the waiting in the process even harder. Mm-hmm. And how many guys are actually willing to wait with you? There's not a lot. I know they're out there. Are they? They're not around here. <laughs> but, but they're out there. They're somewhere. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So um so yeah, pressure from the church and this whole celibacy thing. Yeah. So Chelsea, what are some difficulties that you have noticed? Do you think the church puts pressure on men before dating or even talking to someone? Or do you think they put more pressure on us ladies? 
I think the pressure is a lot on the women mm. more so. Um, I think there's the expectation that um, <clears throat> by the time you're, you know, as Tiffany said, by the time you're 25, you should have been married mm. and been on the way to have a child and <laughs> be so happy. And mm-hmm. you and your husband are just living in marital bliss. Mm-hmm. And um, it's funny, though, like when I turned 25, I was like, that's the last thing I, <laughs> right. I ever want right now. I'm like, <laughs> I'm literally still a child myself, not like, but like just in the sense of just like, you know, there's so much more to learn. And it's like, you know, I always say like getting married early is a lot like leaving the party at 9 a.m., like 9 p.m. And it's like, I'm trying to stay till 2 a.m. Like, you know, (laughs) Um, but no, but I definitely think the church um, puts that pressure on us and it makes it seem as though like you're weird or Mm. not necessarily outcast. Mm You know, I think we kind of do an okay job as a church to try not to outcast the people in the church. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that um, there's like this expectation of like, you should have been able to find somebody like, Mm -hmm. you know, when you go to college, you know, ring by spring, you know, like that whole idea. And, um, but I mean, but I think in the sense, in the other hand of just like, now that I am like, I'm 30 years old, like, you know, single, it's a matter of just like, trying to find somebody that doesn't just say that oh yeah i'm safe because everybody's safe mm-hmm. america everybody's saved everybody yeah. loves yeah. jesus and god's mm-hmm. their homie and it's like <laughs> but finding an actual man of god yes. and that is the yeah. hardest part and mm-hmm. i think that the church doesn't do enough in the sense of undergirding mm-hmm. and building up men mm-hmm. to create them to be a a provider and um the type of people that women are looking for like look for their boaz like that in that yeah. sense not saying yeah. that we look for that pie in the sky kind of situation. Mm -hmm. But like, can we get some men that know the word of God Mm -hmm. and can lead Mm -hmm. us? So, so what do you consider a man of God? Is there like a checklist that you have? (laughs) I wouldn't necessarily say a checklist. Mm -hmm. Um, It's more so, do you love Christ more than you would love me? Do you Mm -hmm. love Christ as Christ loved the church Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, and gave his life for it. So Mm -hmm. it's like that expectation of just like, I want to be with you in a humanly horizontal sense. It's like, but my dedication is to God. My Mm -hmm. dedication is vertically with Christ. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that's so important because if you're putting him first, Mm -hmm. then I know that you'll be able to lead me because I know I'm going to be a difficult woman to lead. So <laughs> it's like, but I know that if I can trust that you're in tune with Christ, then I can trust that you'll be able to lead us the right way. So that's so true. Yeah. Tiffany, what about you? Do you have a checklist or <laughs> what is it that you're looking for, Tiffany? Um, I am absolutely, I agree with Chelsea. I'm looking for a God freeing man. Mm-hmm. Um, as I get older, it's more difficult to find God-fearing men that are available, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But it's so true. Every You ask anybody, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. Like, okay, when, what do you do in your church? Oh, I, I go to church on like Christ- Christmas and, and Easter. <laughs> um, I would love someone who serves in the church because you know that they're invested. Mm-hmm. Um, they are like working for the kingdom and for God's glory. And I think that's amazing because I serve so much in the church. So I want someone who we can serve together and that Mm -hmm. will be like a ministry team together. I would love to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But also it's, it's strange because then sometimes people come along that you meet and you connect with and they are not at all what you were expecting Mm -hmm. to connect with. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I was having this conversation with another friend where it's mostly, you need to more so judge someone's character and not Mm -hmm. just on their Christian faith. Mm -hmm. And so that one really, 
that concept kind of rocked me because we do meet these men who claim to be saved, but they're out there in these streets. And then <laughs> you meet men who the streets. Yes. Um, you meet men who are not saved, but they have so many of the qualities that you are looking for. Mm-hmm. And so that's been that's tough. Yeah, that has been a struggle. That's been that's been a real struggle. I don't so I don't have yeah. I don't have like an answer for that really. So that's definitely like a, a no no. Someone who is not saved, that's mm. like no, that's yeah. definitely not. It's, yeah. <laughs> no, because it's, yeah. it's not sustainable. Because mm. it's like if I've been, you know, living my entire life for Christ mm-hmm. and I I know how, I know what Christ has for me is, you know, mm-hmm. better than I could imagine for mm-hmm. myself. And it's like, yeah. why would I sell myself short? I sell God short mm. in that sense or create a struggle for my own self in the future of being like, hey, let's go to church. And they're like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm like, well, like. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is a problem mm-hmm. like this is not yeah. this is not sustainable relationship for me mm-hmm. and yeah. it's tough because like you know i know a lot of single men mm-hmm. and it's just knowing that's like i you're not available to me and it just mm-hmm. feels like the pool is so small sometimes mm-hmm. but yeah you know it's all right <laughs> <laughs> so there's like another uh question that i have do you both like to date for marriage or do you just want to just do it like just regular dating here and there or are you just very intentional about dating yeah I am now that I am 30 years old mm-hmm. and I I just very recently probably in the last like year or so really kind of had the desire to get married mm-hmm. um it is more about intentionality mm-hmm. um because like when I was younger like 10 years ago it was I didn't want to be married. I didn't want to be somebody's wife at that time. I wanted to go have fun with my friends mm-hmm. and hang out. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't a, a give me, if it would have happened, that would have been great. But now I'm more so like, this is something that I want. This is mm-hmm. something I desire. Cause I do honestly believe it. It, it at least for myself, mm-hmm. um, having turned that corner to want to get married, it is a God given desire. Mm-hmm. So I need to not waste time in the sense not rushing Mm -hmm. into something but not waste my time just like hanging out seeing what's good like Mm -hmm. you know seeing like oh do i like this part of you it's like no it's like in the time of my singleness which well i could talk about later but like (laughs) preparing yourself to be at a point where you're just Mm -hmm. not kind of just trying Mm -hmm. to see well what's out there you know yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. tiffany what are your thoughts about that um i feel very similarly to chelsea i will be 34 this year mm-hmm. and i do want to be married and have mm-hmm. kids and so at this point i don't have time to waste to just be dating just for fun mm-hmm. um and i don't want to waste anyone else's time either mm-hmm. so usually i'm very upfront when i first start talking to someone um that i am like i'm trying to be very very intentional about dating mm-hmm. um, because i think they deserve that honesty because if they're not in the same spot then mm-hmm they are free to go and, you know, have fun elsewhere. Mm-hmm. But right now at this age, um, I do, I have the desire to be married and yeah. have kids. And so I want to also show God that I am intentional mm-hmm. about it and that when the right person does come along, I want to be ready. I don't want to be trying to clean up messes mm-hmm. that I have and, you know, <laughs> close doors and windows and all that stuff. Like I just, um, yeah, I want to be ready and open for, yeah. for whenever that time comes. Yeah. Um, no, but to add on to what Tiffany was saying, um, it's just a matter of also, um, we talked about before about the celibacy aspect of it Mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's very difficult. Like, you know, like we've both dated men before and Mm -hmm. it's hard to be in a situation where you're dating somebody or dating even for like a year or two. And it's like, and you're still trying to maintain Mm -hmm. purity. Mm -hmm. Um, and no, granted, like 
purity in a sense it's not just sexual purity it's purity and mm-hmm. you know your thoughts mm-hmm. and your your spiritual life and everything mm-hmm. but it's 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 hard to do with somebody when you're yeah. quote unquote falling in love with somebody <laughs> yeah. Yeah. uh to, not to romanticize it but mm-hmm. um but it's very difficult so if you're just like dating around for fun mm-hmm. it's like at some point you're kind of just like all right but like how does this work long term mm-hmm. because it's like i'm now 30 years old and the person i'm dating is probably around that same age mm-hmm. and it's just like all right well yeah. Something's gonna start kicking off soon. <laughs> you know, we don't. <laughs> so how long? Yeah. Do you, how long is too long to date someone before getting engaged or married? At, uh, the, at this age, as as my my wonderful father told me, <laughs> you have to go through all four seasons because you never know they might like football and not go to church during oh, football season. That's um, good. But I mean, I, I I do think though, like I. I I'm not in a position right now where I'm just like, hey, if I meet you tomorrow, I'm going to marry you in three months, mm-hmm. which is right. fine. If that's what God puts in your life, then that's mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> I am not more power to you. Yeah. I just, I know for um, just, you know, I think it kind of varies, but, but don't, don't, don't be trying to date me for three years right now. Mm-hmm. I'm 30. <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> so, Tiffany? Um, yeah, I I don't have a time limit, mm-hmm. but if we're not talking about marriage after one year, hmm. even like 10 months, 11 months, mm-hmm. I feel like now at this age, we kind of know a little bit more what we do want and what mm-hmm. we expect and know mm-hmm. what we can give. And so if you're not having those conversations at, I think for me, at 10, 11 months, maybe mm-hmm. even sooner than... Mm-hmm then it's not going to work. Like I can't, yeah. I can't be wasting time. Yeah. I think my longest relationship was three and a half years mm. and it should not have lasted that long. Yeah. It should not have lasted that long at all. Um, so yeah, I can't just be out here waiting for years and years <laughs> and years. Like I think these conversations need to happen. Mm. Um, yeah, closer to a year. Mm-hmm. Anything before eight months is a little crazy I or scary. Like, do you know that person? Like, I know, yeah. Are they an axe murderer? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but like you said, with the seasons, like, what are they like when, if they go through a death in the family, what mm-hmm. are they like when they are just pissed off at you? How mm-hmm. do they treat you in those moments? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you don't see those moments until further down the line. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to see you when you're angry. I want to see you when you're sad. and. Mm-hmm. When I annoy the crap out of you, I just I need to see how you react to me in those mm-hmm. moments. And or you want to know how well they are at apple picking in the fall. Oh, that too. That's Christmas so important. Super important. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Top of the list. All those things. <laughs> wow. That like those are um very interesting. So short engagements as well. No, oh my god. I definitely yeah. think yeah short dating periods and even shorter engagements. I agree. Because I, I, I know, like, even though this whole marriage thing just popped up on the horizon for me, <laughs> I know exactly where I want to get married, oh, what colors okay. I want it to be. Okay. Like, <laughs> But it's not like a pie-in-the-sky vision. It's just like, well, if it's going to happen, I, mm-hmm. I need to be prepared. Ready. Mm-hmm. So maybe mm-hmm. that's a type A-ness in me. But, like, it's just... <laughs> I got to have some sort of plan. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's good. That's good. So um, what are y'all actually doing to find your mate or have him find you? So are you like doing certain things? Are you like growing spiritually? What exactly are you doing, Tiffany? Go ahead. <laughs> um, I am. Yeah, I'd like to think that I'm being active in the weight. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So I, like I said, I'm serving in my church, mm-hmm. and that's a great way to meet people mm-hmm. if you're at a church that has, you know, eligible <laughs> bachelors. So some churches, some churches, do I'm not. Sure, yes, <laughs> take the chance and do it. Um, so yeah, serving, um, joining Bible studies. Mm. I also, I literally put myself on the stage as a musician. So yes. I'm like, I am here. On the you worship can, team. Yes. <laughs> you can see me. Mm-hmm. I can see you out there. Mm-hmm. Let's meet in the lobby. Um, so, <laughs> so just make a little sh- wink while you're up there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. it's, I mean, I don't know if this sounds bad, but just being seen, like I want mm. to be seen as available. Good. I want to look cute for, you know, you know, looking cute is completely subjective to the person, but mm-hmm. Yeah, I present myself as trying to be like my best self where I feel my best, I look mm-hmm. my best, mm-hmm. um, and just being able to be seen. So mm. that's what um that's what I'm doing. That and um up until recently dating apps, but we're gonna pause on the dating apps for now. <laughs> but <laughs> oh no. But, <laughs> yeah. but um but yeah, just putting myself out there and like, hey world, mm-hmm. I am here, I am cute, and mm-hmm. I wanna get married. Yes. <laughs> she is cute. Oh, she is. So are you you guys are cute too. <laughs> Chelsea, what are you doing? Um, well I think um my whole thing is there's like two things. There's like a word from God I got a while ago and it says, I'm not going to let anybody hold you until I hold you. Mm, wow. And, um, say that one more wow. time. Yeah. Say, the Lord told me, <laughs> <laughs> says, I'm not going to let anybody else hold you until I hold you. That's so and dang. it was a realization of that, um, that God's like, you need to trust me that mm-hmm. I have you in every situation. It's like, cause mm-hmm. if you don't trust me, it's like, how are you going to be over here? Like trusting other people, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm fully invested in him. Then that's when he'll, you know, let mm-hmm. me have my little friend. Not your little friend. But, um, but <laughs> sorry. Um, but no, but I, but along with that was the realization of just like, if I want to be, somebody's wife which also sounds crazy as well but <laughs> i need to start doing things as a wife before they happen because it's like it's not just going to all of a sudden the flick is going to the switch is going to flick it's like oh i'm suddenly married i want to now take care of the house or cook mm-hmm. or like you know be less selfish or <laughs> you know yeah. things like that like just mm-hmm. trying to prepare myself to be a good woman of god mm-hmm. for the kingdom more mm-hmm. so not to sound super like esoteric but like Mm -hmm. just being a good woman of god and doing the things that god has set forth before me to do and like actually doing those things first Mm -hmm. and um from there so when i come into relationship with somebody else it's just a continuation of what god has already shown me Mm -hmm. um and like so i've been like trying to like you know read some books (laughs) read some bible um (laughs) you know just trying to get more in tune of like being intentional about like what does the lord say about women and where they should be Mm. and what he expects out of women and how relationships work and Mm -hmm. what mindset do I need to have? Cause I know I can be as a single woman, be self selfish as all get out. Cause Mm -hmm. it's, I don't have to think about another person and it's like, okay, okay. Yeah. We got to start shifting it. So it's going to be a hard transition. I feel like it's easy to be 
Well, it's hard to be single. It's also easy because you just mm. do whatever. All that money so in my easy. bank account. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's all for me. Yeah. <laughs> you can go anywhere. You don't have to ask mm. somebody for permission to go on yeah. a trip, to like mm. hang out with people. No, like not checking just, in. You're not checking in. You're yeah. just living your life. Yeah. And so I think it will be like a hard transition, I guess. Mm-hmm. Too, when it comes to getting married and being like, oh, I have mm-hmm. to, I gotta ask you yeah. to do what now? Right. <laughs> to go to the store? <laughs> yeah. So I can't buy all this stuff. So. I have to ask you if I can purchase this bag? <laughs> no. no. Yeah. yeah. You have separate bank, account, uh, your bank accounts, I guess. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you want to do that, I don't know. <laughs> um, Chelsea, you mentioned <clears throat> about what the Bible says about being, you know, a woman or a wife. So, do both of y'all think y'all are Proverbs 31 women? Because I read that. <laughs> and there was things she was doing in there, and I was like, mm, I don't know, I don't know I about that. Go to the town center and find fabric and make clothing for my family. <laughs> Absolutely not. I don't think I do that. <laughs> I don't think I see a feeling by it. No, but um, no. I would if I had to. And I, I think, like, I look at, like, you know, you talk about Proverbs 31, and there's also, mm-hmm. like, the Job 31 man, like, the mm-hmm. counterpart to it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, am I going to, like, I mean, we live in a different day, mm-hmm. so, like, societally. So it's like, I don't need to go make my my kids clothing i can go to the store and do that like i don't need to go buy a field or negotiate a deal like that but like the idea of just i think it's more so striving for um the goodness of finding the goodness of god in your relationship Mm -hmm. more so Mm -hmm. of just like am i doing all that i can do to present christ as great as i can in my relationship and also reflect the things that christ has done for me Mm -hmm. in my relationship as well with my husband Mm -hmm. so um it's like am i setting myself up that if the lord said go i would say yes Mm -hmm. more so um that's good than specific examples because it's like culturally i mean the bible's you know relevant yesterday today and forever yeah but just like you know culturally like i don't live in israel i'm not gonna go so so close today (laughs) (laughs) that's good that's good um so we're going to transition to more lighthearted. this whole conversation was lighthearted, i think but do y'all have any like funny dating stories or any like regrets or just something interesting that you like kind of learned throughout your dating experience the most recent one I'm still learning from, so no, not that <laughs> one. Um, I have, I guess it's kind of funny. Um, it was in church, and I just, I love the church. I love God's people, mm. but we are some of the weirdest, most awkward people to <laughs> walk this planet. Like, I don't understand why we do things the way that we do, and then say that it's because we heard from God. I was at church one Sunday, I was in the lobby getting coffee in between mm. services. And this man who is in his like mid fifties comes oh, up no. to me <laughs> and he's like, hi. And I say, hello. <laughs> and he was like, well, I know it's a mutual friend that we have in common. He's like, oh, I know so-and-so. And I heard that like, he was the one who gave, who gave you bass lessons and mm. he's so awesome. And he says that like, you're so great. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. That's, you know, that's my friend. We're cool. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, like I wouldn't, I'm in life group with him. And so we've really been able to connect. And in my mind, I'm like, like, do you want lessons from my friend? Why are you talking to me about my friend right now? Um, and he was like, yeah. And the more we talked, like, he was just saying how great a person you are. And, oh like, I boy. see you on the stage. And <laughs> I just, you, I can tell just from your smile that, that you're such a godly woman. And I'm oh, like, this is going left goodness. so fast. I want to get out of here. <laughs> and I'm also looking around like, does anyone see me right now? Does anyone see what is going on? 
also he was shorter than me. Uh. And so <laughs> and so then he was he was looking up at me and he was like, Yeah, and so I just you know, I, I, I was praying about you and like, this is just a sign. Like I was just praying about you and here you are. And I'm like, sir, I just wanted to get a cup of coffee. That is literally all I'm trying to do. And so then he's like, and so, you know, I was praying about it and I just, I want to take you out to dinner and I want to get to know you. And I just, I already find you so interesting. So like, I want to take you out to dinner. Like it wasn't a question. It was a statement. And I said, no, no, thank you. And he looked so so taken aback that I had refused him. He mm. was like, oh, 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 okay. Well, I mean, I, you know, I, I know I have some years on you, but and I was like, sir, I'm, I was like, you know, I was trying to be nice because also when you turn guys down, you never know if they're crazy. You don't oh, know yeah. how they're going to react. Yeah. Yeah. So I was trying to be very polite and, you know, respectable mm-hmm. and or respectful and still turn them down nicely. But I was like, you know, that's so nice of you. I'm so flattered, but, you know, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, really interested. And he was like, oh, Okay, well, you know, I'll I'll um I'll I'll see you around in church then. I was like, okay, I'm gonna go. I have to run. I gotta go. Nice meeting you. I gotta go. And I like booked it to the back where I knew my friend was, and he was waiting in the green room. And I busted that door open. I was like, you, we need to talk right now. Oh, no. And so oh, my the my friend didn't even realize what had happened. He's so sweet and innocent, mm-hmm. and he didn't realize that the guy was asking for information on me oh. because he wanted to ask me out and my friend was like oh I'm so sorry I had no idea I was Tiffany I'm just so sorry and I was like never again do not ever let this happen again never ever again that's a really strange encounter Mm -hmm. but at least he was uh collecting some data on you I know that's all part of the dating process it's a little weird coming from that guy very weird (laughs) and he was old he was like my dad's age oh no and then was still shocked when i had you know turned him down yeah yeah that was that was a story so it was probably awkward seeing him around i guess it was because then he would try to for a few weeks after he would try to wait around and Mm -hmm. say hi to me so i always made sure that i walked out with someone um Mm -hmm. just just in case just because it was he was it's not good to make people uncomfortable yeah exactly think people you know like you want men not that particular man you want men to (laughs) pursue you Mm -hmm. but not be like super make you super uncomfortable but speaking of like pursuing and chelsea would get to like some of your funny dating stories (laughs) but speaking of pursuing do you ladies think that men should only pursue women or do you think it's okay sometimes for a woman to kind of you know take the reins and pursue someone or ask some ask a guy out on a date so (laughs) i am a proponent of finding strength in your own self Mm -hmm. and i know that's not a uh i always i get beat up by a lot of christian women about this perspective Mm -hmm. all the time Mm -hmm. and i need to like preface it in saying that i don't think that women should be pursuing men i don't think so i don't think this way that the guy designed it um Mm -hmm. but i do think that we as women sometimes are just like, well, I'm just going to sit here and (laughs) they're going to find me and I'm not going to do anything at all or Mm -hmm. share any feelings or Mm -hmm. put anything out there to show Mm -hmm. that I'm interested because I need you to pursue me. Mm -hmm. Showing interest is not pursuit. Um, That's just a natural human emotion. And now you're making everybody uncomfortable because we all know (laughs) you like this person and just acting like they don't exist, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's like a, it's like, well, I just got to sit here quietly and just wait. Mm. And it's like, no, but like the Lord always talks about 
like you know we were talking about earlier about actively waiting Mm -hmm. and it's not saying i'm like doing all these things and going crazy to try to find um this guy because i know i do think that women are a thing to be found we're we're Mm -hmm. we're precious more precious than rubies you know and it's like but it's like a matter of also it's just like okay maybe i might not ask you out on that date Mm -hmm. but you're gonna know I will let you know (laughs) that I'm interested because I have nobody else to blame but myself. Mm -hmm. If something doesn't work out, who am I going to cry to? But like, well, Mm -hmm. well, I should have said something. (laughs) Maybe you should have. Mm -hmm. All right. And it's like, and also having been in that position of telling somebody how you feel, it is empowering as Mm -hmm. a person, this is a woman in general to Mm -hmm. be like, I have these feelings and Mm -hmm. I can own them. Mm -hmm. And it's like, so it kind of takes out that loop of just like this, like, whole weird purity culture that the church has a lot of times and it's yeah. just like these weird hidden feelings and like mm-hmm. undercut messages it's mm-hmm. kind of just like i'm gonna stand in the truth of like this is who i am mm-hmm. this is how i feel mm-hmm. and if you want to pursue me then that's fine but not mm-hmm. necessarily laying myself out there but mm-hmm. giving people the opportunity because yeah. i know i'm standoffish and i know that about <laughs> myself so it's like if I, I need to smile at you or come sit next to you or like show uh-huh. you I'm interested. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I tend to get beat up a lot of times by women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tiffany, you have any thoughts about that? <clears throat> yeah. Um, I, I definitely agree with Chelsea in the sense where if you have these feelings and make them known, um, because then you are going to be left wondering what if, and so I've been on both sides of things, um, where, I wanted to be pursued, of course, mm-hmm. and I agree, women absolutely should be pursued, like men mm-hmm. should pursue women, um, but women should be able to express interest when they are yeah. interested, and so um, I was interested in someone, and we were great friends, um, and so I made it known that I was interested in him, because mm-hmm. I needed I needed to let him know, I needed to stand in my truth, and stand in like, okay, this is how I'm feeling, and mm-hmm. I'm going to express that, and I don't know how it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, I was honest with myself and with this person of, with how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he didn't feel the same way, which was okay, but I felt better knowing that I took that chance mm-hmm. and, um, was honest about how I was feeling. Yeah. And then I've also been on the other end of things where I was really close with this person and we were great friends and we were never single at the same time, mm. um, until the very end kind of of our friendship. And I was too afraid to say anything Aww. because I was like, it's been too long. I knew he had a crush on me when we first met, but it's been too long. So I know mm. like it's not going to happen if he doesn't say anything to me. Um, and then I ended up going to his wedding oh. to someone else. And that is one of the most painful things. Oh my gosh, that, that's heartbreaking. Wow. Yeah. So, and I'm fine now. It's fine. <laughs> but that was one of the biggest lessons that I learned was, if you're feeling something, and I fully believe like he's meant to be with his wife. They're amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would have, I still, I would have known, I would have known for sure, mm-hmm. um, that I was honest about how I was feeling and honest with him about how I was feeling. Mm-hmm. So that is like my biggest regret was not, not being honest about, yeah about things that way. So yeah, yeah. state your interest, state your interest. Yeah. And then if he's interested, let him pursue you. Cause like if your goal is to get married, mm-hmm. It's talking out of both sides of your mouth to mm-hmm. then be like, well, I'm not going to tell anybody what I'm interested in them. Yeah. It's like, yeah. so you're just going to waste how long? Like, I know exactly. women who, like, sit around for, like, a year, like, mm-hmm. just liking this guy and not moving forward. And, like, so yeah. now 
Now, if you're, you know, in your 30, so that would be for me, my 30 to 31st year of life. Yeah. So that's just gone out the picture. Like it is dude that has no idea I like them, right. but then still saying, but I want to find a guy to marry. It's like, no, you don't. No, you don't. You just want to play. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, and it's just kind of like, okay, well, like, and it might not feel like that in the moment, but it's like looking at things practically and logically in the grand mm-hmm. scheme of things, mm-hmm. looking five years in the, in, down the road, it's mm-hmm. like, where do I want to be? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. If it, does it take me having an uncomfortable kind of awkward question mm-hmm. at right now mm-hmm. and then finding out and knowing if we can move forward or if i can move on yeah yes because yeah. it's like i don't so i'm not important. getting younger like i don't feel this like i said I, I don't need to get married tomorrow but it's like but why waste the year mm-hmm. liking somebody mm-hmm. it's just you know you have to also just be able to i guess handle their response yeah after yeah. having that difficult conversation mm-hmm. so yeah that's good i guess some women will just have to do it afraid mm-hmm. yeah yeah and the Absolutely. worst they could say is no because not all men are naturally like hey what's going on like what's up like some of them just kind of just sit back and they're like (laughs) Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. They act like we do. Yeah. You know? Because <laughs> we got people. two people who like each other right. and don't do anything. <laughs> yeah. That was good. So thank y'all for answering that question. Yeah. We're gonna go back to the funny dating story. <laughs> so Chelsea. Um I I guess I have I have very interesting situations that happen in my life, but <laughs> I will say, um, I went on a date with this guy and it's not, I don't even know if it's necessarily really funny, but, um, we went out to dinner and, um, I come to find out this guy is a writer for the, uh, wall street journal. Like he's very intelligent man. Like he does, has a great job. His family's come to find out his family was like very wealthy, which is, Mm -hmm. I'm, I don't need your money. <laughs> was, was just, Might need a little bit of it. But no, but I'm saying, but it's just like, it, it was not something that enticed me necessarily mm-hmm. about it, but it was just mm-hmm. like, okay, like you come from a well to do family, you have a good structure. Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. And so um, very good at convert, like very good conversationalists. And, mm-hmm we get to this restaurant and the waitress comes up and I, you know, I always try to be super friendly to waitre- waitresses and waiters. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, you know, I, I thank you for serving mm-hmm. me. <laughs> this guy, he was Lebanese. So maybe it was like a, oh. a cultural difference. Okay. So rude. Ooh. Oh, no. So rude. Oh, no. And then also oh. the idea of like, me ordering my own food was just a foreign concept to this man. What? And it was just like a very interesting situation. And like the woman, like our, our waitress literally looked at me, she tapped me, she's like, are you okay? Oh my <laughs> like she God. Just, Whoa. <laughs> she like, just threw, I was just like looking at, I just kept apologizing profusely oh for this guy. He was so rude to her. Oh my goodness. And, um, so like we were at a restaurant and they had like a piano bar there. Yeah. So like, I was like, okay, the date's ending. And like, I did, I was going to like make the move of like going to the bathroom and just not coming back. It's like, no, Chelsea, <laughs> you don't stick people with the bill that like, you know, oh. and in the end, like he ended up paying for it. But it's just like, but I was like, okay, you don't run out on a date in the middle. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, well, I'm going to get going. And like, then I like disappeared into the piano bar. He found me. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> So I politely explained how he'd embarrassed me the entire night. And oh, I was like, I just really wish for us. Yeah. I'm like, you know, I thought it was necessary. Like, you know, I just, you know, and I was like very pointed of just like, Hey, like I just, this is not kind of behavior. I really think it's appropriate. Like she's serving us. Like, you know, we need to, you know, treat her well. Da, 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 da. And so then the, like the night 
doesn't end there. Like he like walks into my car and he just oh, wants man. to chat. Oh. So we're just having a conversation. I'm like, sure, whatever. And then like at the end, I was very clear. I was like, okay, well, thank you so much for this. It's like, I'm going to move on, but like, mm-hmm. let's not, let's not revisit this yeah. ever again. <laughs> and so a couple of days later, he's like, I got box seats to the Sixers for us. When can I pick you up? And oh, I was just like, wait, first of all, I was kind of like, wait, I do want to go to box seats <laughs> the Sixers game. very tempting but and it turned into a situation where um his true colors came out and he said some choice things to me because he was upset because i was being so mean to him Mm. and um it was it was a thing where i've never had to block anybody but i had to block him yeah and it was so i guess it was looking back on it it is funny it wasn't very funny in the moment but (laughs) But i'm glad you stated right then and there like what you will and will not accept Mm Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was it was tough though, and I like went back and apologized yet again to that woman at the restaurant, mm. and oh, he was just like, I don't know, I, I think maybe culturally it was just women have a different position, mm-hmm. maybe in different countries, mm-hmm. but I like no Lebanese. I just think he was a jerk. Yeah, So speaking of like cultural differences, um, you both are two beautiful black women. <laughs> How do you feel about dating outside of your race? I know we're Christians, supposed to love everyone. (laughs) But how do you feel about that? I know it's a little bit more difficult for black women to date in this day and age. Mm -hmm. Sometimes even dangerous for us. So how how do you feel about dating outside your race? Um, I'm fully open to it. My only actual relationships have been with black men. Mm -hmm. But I have dated white men. Mm -hmm. Um, And yeah, I'm totally open to it. I think that it's definitely more about the person. And if you're attracted to them, mm-hmm. I don't think that it's fair for people to completely discount a race mm-hmm. um, just because you don't like that race or ethnicity because it happens to us all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how many times I've been told to my face from white men and black men, mm-hmm. oh, I don't date dark skinned girls Ooh. or I just, no, I don't I don't I don't date black women mm-hmm. or even it's, and this is just as bad. I don't usually date dark skinned girls, but you are beautiful. And I'm like, this oh, is not, no. this isn't, and that the was. Oh, you're pretty for a dark skinned girl. Yes, yeah. yes, that conversation. You look real good for a black girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So everybody in the world lined up. <laughs> and that was the first black one there. Right. Thanks. <laughs> yes, like, it's, it's awful. It's kind of, you're taking that chance, definitely dating anyone, but especially when you date outside your race or if mm-hmm. you're interested in someone outside that, your race, mm-hmm. you're definitely taking that chance of getting that thrown in the, in your face. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm, I, I think that black, black women are gorgeous. We are mm-hmm. beautiful. We are intelligent. Mm-hmm. Um, we should not be discounted for, for anything. And so, um, so yeah, don't limit yourself to trying to stick with your race mm-hmm. because there could be this beautiful blue-eyed Swedish man who just thinks you are God's gift to God's gift to earth. So um, don't limit yourself to space off of race. Yeah, that was good. Um, I definitely am open to dating other races, um, mm-hmm. for sure. Um, Not racist. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Different. <laughs> Multiple racist. <laughs> Let me try that again. Just to clarify uh, for yeah. our listeners. <laughs> not racist no i i'm i'm definitely open to dating people of different races um if because you know christ is the center of Mm -hmm. your relationship and Mm -hmm. you know christ died for all so Mm -hmm. you know it's not a matter of 
um it will i only marry somebody who's black now i will say that like relationships i've had with guys that are black i naturally probably feel more comfortable in them because mm-hmm. it's just cultural things that right, you both right. experienced or certain ways that you do things that mm-hmm. are probably a little bit more universal as mm-hmm. with any culture dating with inside their own walls you know yeah. um but i definitely feel like you know the coming together of people is not really my it's not really my place to say well i'm not going to date you because of the color of your skin mm-hmm. now i do think that especially in this age and age living in america but being a black woman <clears throat> there are some things that need to be understood culturally about mm-hmm. yeah. where black women are and like mm-hmm. you know just kind of where culture is shifting right now i think mm-hmm. it's very important to have a conversation about that um just so you're not getting into a situation where somebody's just like, oh, I'm dating you because you're pretty mm-hmm. or I'm dating you because this is a trend or mm-hmm. this is something that's new, yeah. which is, yeah. you know, surprisingly does happen even in Christian circles because mm-hmm. it's like I'm trying to show the love of Christ. So I'm going to randomly date this person <laughs> I'm not even like really into because yeah. of the color of your skin, you know. Mm-hmm. And so that does happen. So um, but I definitely would not be against it because, look who am I going to like, <laughs> who am I going to be to say like, Oh, I can't date you. Cause you're, uh, cause you're not black. Yeah. And gosh, just like, chick, you single. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you better take this man. <laughs> take this man. Take him a run. <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs> that was interesting. Um, so thank you so much for sharing your dating stories. Like that was really great. Um, I wanted to end there, but we're not going to, because I do have a question that I asked the last person in the last episode. And that's how do you feel when you see non-Christians um, or people who are just living their lives and maybe they are saved, they're not li- living for the Lord. It just seems like it's so much easier for them to date. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Have you noticed it? And if you have, how does that make you feel, Tiffany? Yeah, I definitely think that is something that Christian singles see. It does seem like it's so much easier for mm-hmm. people to find their spouses or their partners. Um, and it <laughs> it's sometimes, I think that it's because we have different standards that we are trying to uphold. Mm-hmm. And for the average person who is not in the church, like why would they uphold those same standards? Mm-hmm. So I'm not making it all about sex, but it's it's a big topic and it's a big deal. So Mm -hmm. if I am celibate, it's because I'm a Christian. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not because it's a fun thing to be. It's because (laughs) I'm trying to do this Christian walk um, Mm -hmm. as best as I can. And celibacy plays into that. So if you're not a Christian, then why would you choose that path? Mm -hmm. And I think that there's a lot of standards like celibacy that that plays into, um, that comes into play. So if you're not if you're not in the church, you're not in a Christian, why would you uphold those same standards? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that does make it a little bit easier for people outside of the church to find their partners because, you know, they have their own standards that they are striving for. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't want to say that it's easier, but it it, it does kind of look like it's a little mm-hmm. bit easier. And that's just the reality of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of look at it in the sense that like, I'm all about in my entire life of just like doing the hard work up front so you can enjoy things on the back end. Mm -hmm. So it might be tough to see my friends dating and getting married and like hearing my girlfriends that aren't saved tell me about like these great times they had with these guys Mm -hmm. and these amazing dates they had and (laughs) and just knowing that's just like okay well that's that's good for you Mm -hmm. and it's like I guess that works for you it's like you know especially Tiffany was saying if you aren't saved then like why would you 
Like I can't put saved principles on unsaved mm-hmm. people. Right. Um, it's like because right. you might as well just live it up. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> because you I would be if well. I. <laughs> <laughs> it. Give your life to Jesus. We can go to Romans real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll walk you through the Romans real quick. If you ain't trying to hear it, you might as well live it up because mm-hmm. it's not going to be getting much brighter. Any- but anyway, sorry. Um, sorry. Um, <laughs> um, no, but it's like. I, I, I think about it, I'm just like, but you, I do know that like the plans that the Lord has for me are mm-hmm. greater than I know. Mm-hmm. So um, it might kind of look desirable and exciting in their perspective at the time, but it's knowing that Christ has planted this, his, these desires in me and they will be fulfilled by the right person. Yeah. And yeah. it's kind of just like that waiting game of just like, but like, it's mm-hmm. like we talked about the entire time. It's like, but if we're, being intentional with our waiting mm-hmm. there's not going to be a lot of time of sitting around and be like oh man i'm single and i'm sad mm-hmm. like and like i mean those moments happen mm-hmm. like but it's not a constant ongoing thing because it's like all right granted maybe i am you know trying to stay pure in all my thoughts my sexuality my mental my spiritual but it's like i'm doing it for a purpose because like purity doesn't end when you get married it's mm-hmm. it continues on all throughout you just able to have sex with your husband like and which is probably true. one of the lowest forms of purity even though that's all our culture <laughs> talks about but um it's, a, it's just a matter of just recognizing it, just like what God has for me is greater. And mm-hmm. it's like, do I trust what the word of God says? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is yes, mm-hmm. then it's worth the, it's worth the wait, <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, it's worth waiting for. And mm-hmm. the recognizing that like in my singleness, it's like where I'm going to, like the Bible talks about in your time of singleness, you are going to be able to have that such a close, sorry, in your time of singleness, you'll have such a close walk with God mm-hmm. and your, your yeah. walk with God won't be as personal when you get married because mm-hmm. you have your spouse with you as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I want to pursue God, which is what I hope we would want to do mm-hmm. if we're going to follow him, it's like, I look at this, at this time as an opportunity more so of just like, yo, it's just me and God right now mm-hmm. and the money in my bank account. Like, you know, it's just, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's not this like missing out thing. And it like, it yeah. seems like that, like the urgency seems like really real right now, mm-hmm. but it's like, but when I like, work from home in my room right now it's like i can close my door i can turn a sermon on i can turn on worship music i can Mm -hmm. dance in my room i can you know pray out loud Mm -hmm. all all i want for anything that i want to bring towards god Mm -hmm. and not have this overarching it's like yeah like i also pray for my husband and his entire family because they're crazy (laughs) you know or these kids because these kids be driving me crazy like you know it's just like this very personal relationship with god Mm -hmm. that that is it going to necessarily be the same when I get married, just biblically speaking? So um, I know I think it's it's tough, but knowing and resting in Christ mm-hmm. kind of gives strength mm-hmm. to it. So, yeah. so do you have any advice or words of encouragement for women who are single right now, or men who are single right now? Um, I would definitely say. Um, Get yourself into the word. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Bible talks about like hide your words on my heart so I might not sin against you and like mm-hmm. book of Psalms. And it's like, that's so true. And it's like, and if I'm trying, especially with maintaining purity and thought and deed, it's like, I need to hide my words in your heart. I need to tattoo your words onto my heart, mm-hmm. in my mind, and live them out righteously as mm-hmm. a single person because there's no way I'm going to do that if mm-hmm. I get married to somebody because it's like, then I'm going to be focusing on them. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to, maybe I'll want to have kids. I don't know. Maybe I'll want to have kids. <laughs> and like, you know, then that's going to be clouding that perspective also. Mm-hmm. And it's just, 
you have such a unique time right now to spend with God and get to know him Mm -hmm. and really understand his word and digest all that God has for you and just know that he's real and trust him. And it's like, don't lose perspective, just thinking and feeling sorry for yourself and having a pity party Mm because you're still single, (laughs) which is what you see a lot, especially with Christian women in the church. Mm. And, um, Think of it as like an opportunity. I love being single. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> but like I said, but I do know that there's a desire for marriage. So, but take advantage of it now. So, yeah. Tiffany? Yeah, um, yeah I would say we were joking yeah. about it before, but be selfish in this season. <laughs> do what you want to do. Go on that trip. Spend mm. the money that you want to spend on a purse or shoes or clothes or what you know responsibly spending <laughs> within your budget. Just don't just go blow up, you know, credit card bills. Um, but yeah, be selfish during this time and pursuing what you want to do, those hobbies, you know, mm-hmm. take that class, mm-hmm. um, pick up that instrument mm-hmm. and, you know, learn that language. Just mm-hmm. do things that you want to do and that bring you joy mm-hmm. because after you get married, you're not going to have the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, write that book, read that book, just do things mm-hmm. that bring you joy and that keep you active. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, don't have the pity parties and I know it like Chelsea said it does happen sometimes every once in a while you know mm-hmm. you start to be all sad and <laughs> I'm lonely like no <laughs> cut that out keep yourself busy mm-hmm. keep yourself busy that's really what I've been doing and it helps so much because then by the time I get home I'm exhausted and I just want to go to sleep and then mm-hmm. wake up the next day and you have things to fill your life that bring you joy in that next mm-hmm. day so yeah, take advantage of this season. It's not going to last forever and it's not going to come again. So mm-hmm. make the most of it and be active in it. That was good. Thank you ladies so much for being on this podcast episode. Um, I learned a lot. I think the listeners learned a lot. I think they really enjoyed your personal stories as well. <laughs> I did <laughs> for sure. So, uh, but this was great. Thank you all so much for being part of this. Well, thanks for thanks having for, us. Yeah, thanks for having us. <laughs> this was great. Wow, that was such an amazing conversation. Look, I hope you all enjoyed that conversation. I know I did. (laughs) Those two are so funny. I'm so glad that they shared their stories and their perspectives and just gave so much insight and wisdom in the single season. I can't wait for you all to listen to episode three as we continue to hear other people's stories. So make sure to subscribe or follow this channel and also rate and share. Have a good one.